Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Broadcasting live here in Studio 34, Midtown Manhattan. This is the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Sponsored presented by sports grid and this is the fantasy football frenzy with your boy the closer chris ventra here of course we got fantasy taz jim day george kurtz the whole crew and today we're talking old school frozen tundra football nobody circles the wagons like the buffalo bills talking buffalo bills who went six and ten last season but there was a lot of glimpses of hope but we'll get into it what is up, George Kurtz? How you doing today, brother? Wow, I get to go first today. This is the first time. <laughs> first time. All, uh, all show. You almost caught me off guard here. I like uh, you better well. th- today than Jim Day. Do, do <laughs> you guys are giant fans. Hey, I like it better than Jim Day today, too, so we're good. <laughs> Jim, how you doing? The camera's on you, brother. George to answer. Okay, well, I'm here. I'm good. We're getting ready to talk to Buffalo Bills. How excited can we be? Well, there's one exciting thing about the Buffalo Bills. Maybe two. What about you, George? Interested in the Buffalo Bills this year? I'm interested in their defense. I think that's an all-world all deal. I think it's a championship defense. Mm-hmm. That offense, oh boy. That, that's, I, I know they got screwed by Antonio Brown. Or maybe they didn't. Maybe that was the best thing that happened to them. They turned them down. But man, I mean, you got a, you got a guy you think is a franchise quarterback. You got to give him some, somebody to throw to. Somebody to throw to. Yeah. And I'm not so sure he has anybody. Well, they tried, right? I mean, it was... They tried. There were cheap purchases, really. Cole Beasley, John Brown. I mean, Robert Foster came along last year pretty good. I like him, honestly, the best out of all those wide receivers. Uh, and Zay Jones, of course. You got four there competing, really, to... Uh, nobody really knows who the number one... Like, right now, I guess you'd say it's John Brown, but he's not a true number one. Uh, I mean, we'll get into the Buffalo Bills. Let's, let's talk about uh, some of the latest... First of all, hard knocks. You guys didn't see it, right? Nope. Still no. Nope. Okay. I watched it. Not all of it. I watched parts of it. I was a little distracted, but pretty good. John Gruden is ruthless. Uh, he cut an undrafted rookie named Ronald Ollie or something. Like he was a DT or, or offensive lineman, something like that. And he just, he hurt his foot and he took, went out of practice for like, you know, the rest of camp. It was only a little bit of camp left that day. And uh, then the next day, they saw him, and I guess he wasn't pushing himself. And Gruden tells his other coach, he's like, listen, let's just start cutting these guys. Let's just just cut them. He's like, I I can't have this on my team. He wants maximum effort all the time. Uh, As you should. Yeah, yeah, as you should. You're an NFL coach, that's what you should get. Yeah, he said, at the beginning, he does a little speech. He's like, so, guys, I know you guys have dreams. You want them in the Super Bowl. You want to be in the Pro Bowl. You, you want to be the best receiver. He's like, I'm not into dreams. 
I'm into nightmares. I want you to crush other people's dreams. I want you to stop everyone else from getting what they want. I want you to be ruthless. Like he, he was just like, basically, and if you're not here and you're, and you're not interested in what's going on and you don't know what's going on, you don't know the playbook, you're out. You're out. You're not playing. You're gone. Like he was just ripping them, ripping them up. But I mean, I think the team's going to be a lot better. I do. I mean, maybe it's the Hard Knocks hype already popping in, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Catch Hard Knocks every Wednesday night, uh, 10 p.m., I believe, on HBO. So other news, Damian Williams returns to practice. Good news for all the Damian Williams truthers out there. You know, looking to see him get in camp because Carlos Hyde was starting to look pretty good. Uh, and we'll see. You know, Damian Williams was a lot of hype this year for the Kansas City Chiefs. Robert Quinn suffered a broken hand in practice for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, that's a little rough. He might be doubtful for week one. So keep an eye on that for that Dallas Cowboys D. And to get, head right into the Buffalo Bills, let's talk about this. Supposedly, Devin Singletary is making big plays. He looks explosive in camp, uh, playing with, you know, playing with with the first team sometimes here and there. And then he's just he just looks good. And he might, you know, cut into touches of Sean McCoy, Frank Gore, whoever they want to use at the top. Devin Singletary could be an interesting play. George, Devin Singletary, does he have any? And we're going to talk about this more when we uh, get back from break, but. Singletary, is he capable of taking this job and maybe even winning the job or at least getting split carries with McCoy or something like that? I mean, there's a lot of running backs in this backfield right now. TJ Yeldon, etc. You're not kidding. Frank Gore, mm-hmm. uh, McCoy, Gore, Singletary, Yeldon, a lot of mouths to feed there. And let's face it, they're going to try and run the ball a lot, right? Yeah. The good thing about the Buffalo Bills is that defense should keep them in games. I mean, it should keep them close because that defense, like I said, I think it's an all-world defense. So they're not going to get blown out where they have to throw the ball all over the place in the second half. Not very often, anyway. So they're going to run the ball a lot. Maybe that's why they have a lot of running backs there. I think Singletary, I mean, in my mind, he should probably get the most, the best chance because he's the young guy. You're not going anywhere, McCoy. I mean, at this point, I think Jim and I both agree. We said it last week. They should have traded him when they had the chance. I might have been another show, so I'm, it's, not, if it's not Jim. I'm sorry. But <laughs> they, was uh, that was us, okay. Uh, but they should have traded him when they had the chance. Why, why would you keep him on? Why would you bring Frank Gore here? These guys, in my mind, are the last pieces of the puzzle kind of guy. So I like Singletary. I like to see him get a chance, but you know the way most coaches do. The veterans get every chance to, to fail before they move on to the youngster. Right, right. And I, I, I know that question, but the thing is, in free agency the year before, before 2018, the Vikings... Uh, no, two years ago, actually. They signed Latavius Murray, and then they draft Alvin Cook. Now, they didn't know who exactly they were get, getting in the draft. I'm sure they were targeting a running back. They ended up getting Cook, but Murray could have been the starter. I mean, they signed Murray for a purpose. Uh, I don't think they envisioned right away that, oh, we're going to get a rookie running back to start over Murray. Murray's going to be our, you know, a nice backup to have. I think they signed Murray to be the starter um, initially. But... The draft sometimes goes a certain way. You make adjustments, and you have to make adjustments for your team as well. So I think that's what happened here in Buffalo. Uh, you know, you sign Gore, try to get some depth there, Yeldon, and they, I guess they didn't think they were going to get a Devin Singletary, but they did. So you're right. There's too many running backs in this backfield right now. We'll get right back to it. About to hit the break. Talk Buffalo Bills and the frozen tundras of Buffalo. Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the closer, Chris Ventra. Friends, you'll be right back.
DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. The Morning Line. The interesting part about the New York Mets, they've been on the road more than any other team in Major League Baseball. What you are going to witness over the next seven weeks here is a Mets team that's going to play a lot of games at City Field, and they're going to play a lot of under 500 teams. And you're going to throw out Syndergaard, DeGrom, Stroman, and Wheeler. You're going to give yourself an opportunity to be able to win some games, especially against the lesser competition. Weekdays, 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern, on the FNTSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Bills make me wanna Shout. kick your heels up and Shout. throw your hands up and Shout. throw your head back and Shout. come on now the bills are making it happen now. Stop. Stand up now, come Stop. on and shout. <laughs> the bills. I never heard of a Bills song like this in my life. What happened to the classic Bills uh you know a chant? Bill's song, the fight song. Let's try to get that next time. You know what I'm saying? But that was good. I'm with it. Fantasy Football Frenzy. It is Wednesday, August 7th. Talking Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons. And we're talking the running backs. But I want to talk about real quick any changes that happened. Coaching side, you know, Sean McDermott's been the coach now for a couple of years. Uh, coordinators as well for at least a year. 
losses. They didn't really lose, I feel like, anything too significant. Additions, John Brown, Cole Beasley as wide receivers, Frank Gore, TJ Yeldon, and running backs, as we all know. Uh, they also signed a ton of O-linemen uh, in the draft. They addressed the defense even more. Obviously, their first pick was Ed Oliver, defensive tackle. Offensive lineman Cody Ford, which is their right tackle right now. And uh, running back Devin Singletary. They also drifted a tight end, Dawson Knox, in the later rounds. So that's really the moves they made. They tried to support Josh Allen a little bit here. Offensive line help, uh, some receivers. They didn't get anything big. Uh, and they got depth. They have depth everywhere in terms of offense right now, it looks like. But nothing significant. Defensively, like George said, this team is very strong. Uh, they have a ch- possibly a championship-caliber defense. Last year, defensively, they were number two uh, in DVOA, which is footballoutsiders.com, DVOA rankings. They were number two. Number two against the pass, number 14 against the run. So they were very good defense last year. Their O-line comes in 19th, according to Pro Football Focus this year. 19th-ranked O-line, so they're trying to improve that, obviously. They have problems with that. But these running backs... You have McCoy, you have Gore, Yeldon, and Singletary. You have four guys that could potentially... Yeldon, I wouldn't say could start. Yeldon's more of like a pass, passing down option. He's a good pass right catching now, guy. Right now, all the beat writers are saying that Yeldon's on the roster bubble may not even make the 53-man uh, roster. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, he was signed as a free agent, and like George was saying, a lot, the Gore signing, the Yeldon signing, I mean, pick one or the other. I don't see why they signed both those guys. I guess Yeldon's younger, too. They have two older guys, older backs on the team. So, But if Yeldon gets cut, you got Singletary, Gore. Gore, I don't think, is going to do much this year, Jim. I, I don't see Gore. I see him being like more of a backup handcuff type guy. McCoy is going to get his one last shot. He's not do anything for fantasy. So yeah. forget Gore for fantasy. Forget Gore. Gore was brought in because they care about the NFL aspect of the game, not the fantasy aspect. Right, he's a veteran. He, he's experienced. He's a very good veteran backup guy to have if they ever need to depend on somebody. He's there. He's not going to be a fantasy pre- presence. You shouldn't draft him. You shouldn't even think about drafting him. Stay away. Yeah, Gore right now is RB46. So, I mean, I'm sorry, not RB. RB105. Last year, he ended as RB46 in PPR. But... You know, his, at this point, he's, he's beyond old. He's, uh, it's his last leg, really. This is his last leg, and it's not going to be fantasy-worthy. But, George, so LaShawn McCoy, is he on his last leg? Is this, this is his last chance, probably. Does he have value at this point, or has, you know, his fantasy relevance passed him by? Is, are his days numbered here? Well, does he have value? Well, it depends on what you believe. Right, and if you listen to Lachlan McCoy, they've told him he's going to be the number one guy. Mm. So if that's true, then he has value. Uh, if they're just trying to pump him up, you know, then he doesn't have value. The question is how much value pump does he have? Up. Can't pump uh, him I up. I don't think he's. I still don't think he's a running back one, running back two. I mean, probably not even you. Not even any, a flex. Running back with a pulse. I think he's probably a, any running back with a pulse is a flex. That starts has, is a flex. Right, <laughs> you don't need him, especially during the bye weeks. Well, I just can't see how you're dying to start him. Without buys, without injuries. I know if, if he's one of your starters, I guess in the standard I can see it, but in the PPR, I just can't. I can't because I, as much as he may be the starter, there's so many other guys there. He could get 40% of the carries, yet still be the starter if Singletary's getting 30, Gore's getting 18%, and Yellen gets a couple. 
You know, technically he's still the starter. He's only getting 40% of those carries. It's, there's just not enough there. Now, maybe he can show some burst in camp and in the games where, oh, wow, you know, McCoy still, he still has something left. Maybe he can, maybe he can't. I did take him to Scott Fishbowl, but it was like around 14. He was still there. I just, I just had no choice. The yeah, value was I mean, just too much. I'm not dying to get him, guys. Uh, I don't mind you going with them. Like I said, the value's there. You take him, starting running back pulse, valuable. But I don't see any kind of big things coming here. No one respects that passing game. Everyone's going to load up the, to stop the run. Right. right. I mean, yeah, the weapons aren't great. I mean, you do have burners. John Brown, Robert Foster looked good last year, but people are going to be looking to stack the box. Josh Allen runs a lot. Obviously, last year he ran for over 600 yards on 89 carries so, uh, and had eight touchdowns on the ground. And he had 10 touchdowns, 12 picks uh, in terms of passing. But you add those eight touchdowns on the ground, 18 touchdowns, 12 picks, doesn't look as bad. But his passing was bad. 52%, I think, completion percentage last year. So, uh, but we'll get into Josh Allen. Jim, so is it... McCoy, that you like, do you who do you want here in this backfield? Do you want anybody in this backfield? Is it Singletary? Is this going to be a committee between McCoy, Gore, and Singletary, or is it going to be, you know, is Singletary the great value here that you really want to draft in fantasy 2019? You know what? If I'm going to take a shot on anybody, it's going to be Singletary. Um, you know, McCoy. Yeah, maybe I'll take a shot at some point if I have really good starters and I can get him late enough to where you know what the heck type of play I'll, I'll take a shot on him mm-hmm. look he's still a sean mccoy i don't know what version of that we get but you know where he's going off the board not not so much uh, draft capital invested in him i might take a shot on him but that singletary is the guy i want um you know i i've been targeting him a lot i'm pretty sure it was on this show like george said earlier it was either on this show or one of the other multitude of shows not I this do. show i don't think uh, well i was yeah i think we were talking about late round guys and and i like singletary a lot i think he's going to be the guy that breaks out this year and could have could have a really nice impact on this offense especially when defenses can't just load the box against him they have to be concerned at all times about josh Allen. yes yeah and that i think that's what's going to help this uh running whoever comes out of this running back group to become a fantasy relevant guy or flex play at the least somebody here has to be a flex play like, somebody has to be. And I just see them being able to do well, similar to, like, Baltimore, where I feel like Mark Ingram and those backs are going to be somewhat successful because of Lamar Jackson's capability to run the ball. I think Josh, Josh Allen brings that same thing to the table. I know they might be stacking boxes, but when you're worried about Josh Allen, you got spies out there. They're not, you don't really just blitz like crazy because that's how you get yourself in trouble sometimes with a QB. You kind of have spies floating around. So you're not coming in. And I think that gives the running back some room to go up the middle to the outside, wherever they need to go to get some yardage. So, I mean, Singletary is an interesting back. Uh, he's got talent. And right now, you have McCoy as RB46 heading into the season. He has 128 ADP. Singletary's RB54, 156 ADP. So, you're getting him later. And I think, since in my opinion, McCoy's on his last leg. Last year had an awful 3.2 yards per carry. He did have 34 catches, however, but that's the only place he was actually relevant uh, last year. That's what, the only time you were getting points was when, when he was catching passes. On the ground, you weren't getting any points from him. Uh, I think this might be the end. So Singletary would be the guy you want to get, plus you're getting him for, for cheaper, for a good amount cheaper. Uh, Yeldon might get cut, and that's that. Before we head to break, let's start off with uh, QB Josh Allen. 
Now, it's interesting. Last year, he ended up as QB 28. He didn't play a full season, played 11, 12 games. Jim, he heads into to the season as QB 22, according to NFFC ADP. How interested are you in Josh Allen? Do you think he has the capability this year, even with the lackluster weapons, to crack into close to QB1 standing or high-end QB2? Well, area? if he does, it's going to come on the ground. You know, we, we saw that last year. Um, you know, he scrambled about 11, almost 12% of the time on his dropbacks last year, which the, the only guy over the last decade who, who did more than that was Mike Vick back in 2010. Yeah. Um, he he actually averaged 10.8 yards per scramble attempt, which was the highest rate over any quarterback over the last 10 years. So we know he can run. He's doing a lot of it. They did bring in some more weapons for him, and one of them is John Brown, who's a deep threat where he likes to throw. So that may work into his favor. There you go, John Brown. Some good stats there about Michael Vick. We'll be right back. We'll talk more about Josh Allen and his receiving weapons. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. The window for a franchise that's starving like the Cleveland Browns. They're like the underdog. I mean, although they get a lot of hype now, and then you have Odell and, and Jarvis Landry to a lesser extent, and Baker Mayfield. People love to hate those guys, so I guess they're not the Cinderella like the Buffalo Bills. I mean, the narrative around the country is that of you want to root for the Bills when they're close to making the playoffs. Working class city, you know, like blue collar type fans. You know, what's not to like there in Buffalo, right? Watch live weekdays 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY YouTube channel. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. 
especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Hey, Chris, do you know what time it is, Chris? Nope. It's time to get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show can get a deposit bonus up to $500. Here's how it works. One, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Two, make a deposit. Three, place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it with a 50% bonus up to $500. This offer is eligible to all users, plus new users will get a risk-free bet of up to $200. Just go to sportsgrid.com backslash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com backslash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. There you go. Jim Day reads. Shout out. All right. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Network presented by SportsGrid. It is the fantasy football frenzy. We're talking Buffalo Bills. Went 6-10 last year. The defense is stacked. You got the secondary with Jordan Poyer, uh, Tredavious White, Tremaine Edmonds as a middle linebacker, Lorenzo Alexander. The line is very good now with Ed Oliver added to it uh, in the nose. We talked about the running backs. One thing I, I noticed, though, Jim, and, and you're the guy who's high on Singletary. He's one of your favorites. And I see... He's 5'7", 203 pounds. 5'7". Sounds like Maurice Jones-Drew or something, you know? Why do you... Tell us why you like Devin Singletary so much, though. Why he might be the best value pick. I want to know this. Just because he's... I think he's going to get a lot of opportunity. And I'm not saying he's the best value pick. I just... He's the best value pick in that backfield Mm -hmm. because I can get him last. So, you know, of the guys I would want. And again, Gore is not a guy I want. Whether he's going before him or not, I don't care. <laughs> I don't want Gore for fantasy in any way, shape, or form. Right. Um, I like this kid. He's quick. He's got explosive feet. He can get outside in a hurry. Uh, you know, and he's small enough that he can get up the middle and hide behind his offensive lineman where defenses can't really get a good look on him before he gets there. So, you know, he's got a lot, a lot of that going for him. And look, hey, you, you made the comparison to Maurice Jones-Drew based on the size. That wasn't such a bad thing for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, that's what it comes to mind because you think of a small running back, like a short guy, like 5'7", five, 5'8", five, usually they don't weigh that much. You're, you're talking like 180 to 190 maybe, 200 pounds. Maurice Jones-Drew was a little bulldog. He was 5'8", like over 200 pounds. And because of that, you have this low center of gravity when you're shorter. And you got strong legs usually, right? Because... All that weight has to go somewhere. And usually for a running back, when they're short, it's in their legs. And that's very, very important for breaking tackles. Uh, You're elusive when you're smaller. And it's hard to take you down by the legs because you're so strong and you're you're center of gravity. So that's what Maurice Jones-Drew made a career on. I mean, he was very hard to take down. He was like a little bowling ball out there. Uh, It's interesting to me because I think Singletary might have that capability. Uh, we'll have to just wait and see. He did very well, obviously, in college. He's a competitor. Uh, he fights for yardage. Uh, and they say he has the capability to be a three-down back. So 
We'll just see. I mean, it's a guy to definitely highlight in this offense since there's not a lot to highlight in this offense, quite honestly. Uh, and as we were saying about Josh Allen, you know, right now going is QB 22. I have him at QB 15. I mean, simply because of the legs, right? So you got three big guys out there right now. Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. These are the guys who can really run. Uh, and everybody's going to want a piece of them. When you can run, you give yourself a nice floor at quarterback. Uh, that's what Lamar Jackson did last year. When he came in, he was giving himself a nice floor every week. Maybe he wasn't putting up 30, 40 fantasy points, but he put up at least 20 because of his legs, right? So I think Josh Allen could be that good. And Josh Allen has the better arm, the bigger arm, the better arm. He, I mean, they're both poor in terms of accuracy, but he's also the bigger, stronger quarterback, taller. Uh, and he's got such raw talent that he could explode it at any moment. I mean, he had a bunch of 100-yard games last year, too. George, Josh Allen for well, wait, can I, can I just jump in real quick? Just, sorry, because I sure. dropped this stat in my head. I want to get it out um, before I forget it. He, you do realize that Josh Allen, after Week 12, when he came back from the injury, he was the highest overall scoring fantasy quarterback over the last six weeks of the season. Mm -hmm. um, and he did that with 53.6% of his output coming from rushing 476 yards and five touchdowns over 50 percent of his fantasy production came from running the ball not really usually a good sign for continuing production right right i mean yeah because you're worried about injury right too many rushes leads to injury but now you got lamar jackson see the thing is in the nfl today you have this team the, the ravens harbar is going to adjust and adapt to his quarterback and basically make the playbook cater to Lamar Jackson. And, and he said it's a good bet that he will rush, have more than 130-something rushes this year as a quarterback. So you have coaches now already you know, making their game plan according to a running quarterback. So they must have some plan in mind to keep these guys on the field. You know, I mean, there, there has to be something... You know, telling them design runs, a lot more design runs instead of just scrambling out and getting popped somewhere. Maybe they design it to where they could not take the hit. They slide early. They go five yards. They slide. These guys got to slide more because they, they won't last long. You're right. But both Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, like you said, Josh Allen was number one from week 12 on, right? Lamar Jackson, I'm sure, yes. was, was up there as well, right? Lamar Jackson uh, at some point. Close. Yeah, not quite that high, but yes. Right. So he was up there too. So you, these running quarterbacks definitely give you a boost. Obviously, you want to pair them with a safer pocket passer. That's what we've been, we've been preaching all year so far. Uh, and Josh Allen might move up the boards because of his legs. I, I mean, but as a quarterback, not very good. 50, he had less than a 53% completion percentage last year. So, George, I was getting to you about Josh Allen. How do you feel? Do you, do you think that uh, that's the right approach with Josh Allen? Do you think he's going to have a good year and be a, a fantasy asset for teams? Fantasy asset. Uh, I mean, I'm bullish on the running quarterbacks, but Allen comes in third to me behind uh, Murray and Jackson. Yeah, mainly because I agree with Jim. Uh, to do it again is tough. You know, to have that kind of output on you with your legs again. Also because teams are just not going to respect the passing game. They're going to try and stop Josh Allen from running. We saw that in the, uh, the second game when uh, the Ravens played uh, the Chargers last year. Chargers pretty much sold out to stop Lamar Jackson from running because they, they, didn't, they didn't think he could throw the ball worth a damn. Mm -hmm. 
All right, and, and they, they shut down that offense. Now Jackson will get better, and Allen might get better too, but he's got to do it first. He's got to get better. He's got to prove to teams now that, yes, I can throw the football. I can hit Cole Beasley. I can hit Brown. I can hit this guy, that guy. And until he does that, their team, they're going to be spying him all the time, some athletic linebacker that's going to be running with them. Yes, he'll make some plays. He will. But he won't, it won't be to the extent he made last year. I also think he surprised teams last year with his legs. I, I, I know me personally, he surprised me. I knew he was athletic. I didn't know he was that yeah. athletic. Where he can really move like that. I think he caught teams off guard. You know, we, we know Murray can run. We know Lamar Jackson can run. Mike Vick, when he came out, can run. We knew that. We didn't know that to that extent with Allen. We know that now. I think the teams will game plan much better for that. And also, I think what's going to stunt him is that I think the Bills are going to be involved in a lot of close games. They're not going to let Allen open up the offense. You know, throw the ball up and down the field. They're just not. They're going to play conservative and try to win games 17-14, 20-17. A high-scoring Buffalo Bills game might be 24-21 which is nothing in today's NFL. But that would be a, a very high-scoring Buffalo Bills game. So I don't see as much upside with Allen as I do the other running quarterbacks. I mean, he's the quarterback, too. I have no issue with him, and I do love running quarterbacks because their floor is so high. And I'm a conservative guy. I like that. But I think Allen still has a ways to go before I put him up there with the other two. Agreed. Uh, I'm with you. And good point about, see, th- that's true. The Buffalo Bills are built to be a run-first team, and as they should be. Uh, the defense is very good. They could hold teams down. They could kill true clock by running the ball with Allen and with the running backs. I'm sure they're not going to want to run him into the ground, Allen, but, you know, he'll have his plays. Uh, and really, he doesn't, we're going to get into the weapons now, the wide receivers. He doesn't have those wide receivers. All, the, all I think Josh Allen needs eventually, as he gets better, hopefully he could get himself to like a 60% range of completion percentage in that range. And I think he could be successful. He would just, he needs a, a one, at least one big weapon out there. One big true number one wide receiver or a true number one like a tight end who's like a wide receiver like a Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz type. Like he needs a guy like that and I think that would help him tremendously because teams will still not respect his passing ability. Until they do, I think he could, he could find some big plays through the air uh, because of that. But Jim, let's talk about these wide receivers real quick. John Brown. We have to. We have to. We have to, baby. Oh, bummer. John Brown, Cole Beasley, Robert Foster, Zay Jones. Who do you want? Uh, you know, I, I'll take a flyer on John Brown. Uh, he does fit what Josh Allen does well, which is the deep pass. And we know he can get that done. They've, you know, according to beat writers, they're having a pretty good, uh, you know, off season together and, and seem to be gelling pretty well. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I'd go with him. You know, there's some beat writers that think that Robert Foster, there was one that said he might not even make the team, but I, I don't, I definitely don't believe that. Yeah. I think they got a guy here that they like that really came on strong at the end of the season. And while he may be pushed down a little bit by Brown, I don't think there's any way they let him go. Um, as far as that, you know, that's about it. I've never been a huge Cole Beasley fan. You know, you're talking about a guy who lives on the short passes, which is what Josh Allen has issues with. Mm-hmm. And uh, Zay Jones is getting pushed down the depth chart because of Cole Beasley. So can't really like him either. Yeah. Yeah, that's understandable. Uh, I mean, listen, it's hard to like a lot any of these guys. Really, I mean, Foster looked really good at the end of last year. He emerged uh, out of nowhere, really. Uh, Beasley's just that possession, you know, safety blanket type receiver. Uh, and sometimes, you know, in deeper leagues, in PPR formats, he has some value. But it's got to be deep leagues. Because uh, he might even lead the team in receptions. Uh, but then you got Zay Jones and Robert For- uh I'm sorry. Zay Jones and John Brown. And John Brown could be that deep threat. But we're going to get more into it. I'll tell you their, uh, 
their rankings according to NFFC. We'll talk to George about who he likes heading into 2019. This is Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Wednesday. Be right back. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Friends. Yep. The best friends forever. I love watching Philip Lindsay run. I mean, he runs. Oh. His hair's on fire. I mean, he's a maniac. He's got a lot of hair, too. Completely, More hair than you, Eli. Completely unaware that he's five <laughs> foot ten and 160 pounds. Reminds me a lot of Derek Ward. Little bit ran like a damn lunatic. And I believe the Denver Broncos are going to be very effective at running the ball. The case against, who knows who's going to carry the ball. Is Lindsay going to be the pass catcher, or do they hire theoretic for no reason whatsoever? It's very confusing. Watch live weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY YouTube channel. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. Welcome back. Fancy football frenzy. That song Ooh. is so wrong. Yeah, who picked this song? No, no, it's a great song, but it's so wrong because the devil kicked his ass. The devil played played a lot of minor chords and really pushed the musical envelope. And little Johnny, he just played a basic riff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how he could have freaking won that. It was stacked. <laughs> this is a, uh, a classic. Rock, uh, rock and roll classic, I guess. 
I know this song. Not a huge fan, though. A little he's too. A great, a li- he's great in, live in concert. Charlie Daniels, an excellent concert. Oh, you saw him live. Well versed. Oh, I've seen him live music. about 13 times, 14 times. There you go. Jim Day, well versed in musical history, rock, if you will. And, um, I mean, yeah, it's just a little too country for me. I like a little bit more, uh, you know, heavy riffs and uh, electric guitar. I'm looking for fake that. Music, Bass. that. Like the other stuff you listen to. Fake music? Yeah, the fake music. No, no, no. Fake is like a DJ making all that music. When you're using instruments, I mean, come on, rock is rock. No, no, I, I agree. When you yeah. use instruments, that's real music. Most yeah. of that other stuff you listen to that they subject us to <laughs> for you is not music. Well, it's 2019, Jim. It's 2019, yeah, and care. this is what uh, the kids bah, like. The, the kids like what they like, Jim. You know what I mean? Kids are stupid. Whoa, okay. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Damn millennials and their stupid music. Yeah, well, I'm sure everybody when they're young says the same thing when they're old, you know? Those damn kids and their music. I'm sure I'll be saying that eventually. I'm kind of in between, though. I'm 30 years old, so that, I don't know. That was a hit song in a Broadway play. What's the matter with these kids these days? I don't know. And that was a play that was written in 1922. Wow. Stats. So it facts. just goes to show you, it, it, every year, every generation, same thing. What's the matter with those kids? <laughs> Hashtag facts right there from Jim Day. Talking Buffalo Bills, AFC East. Tomorrow we get into the team that came in last place in this division last year. That is the 4-12 and New York Jets, a New York team we're going to talk about. Uh, it has a little promise. There'll be some things to talk about there. But Buffalo, talking about the wide receivers, George, and you know it's hard to figure out who's going to be the true number one, who's going to get the most targets and actually have maybe flex value here. You got John Brown, Zay Jones, Robert Foster. I think Beasley would be the guy who's definitely not going to be the one. I think the other three have potential. Zay Jones actually did pretty well towards the end of last season with Josh Allen. He had some big games throughout. He ended up with seven touchdowns. Yeah, but that, okay, wait, wait. I, I don't mean to cut you off. It was up and down. That just, I just, no, it, it was up and down, but that, that's to be expected with a rookie quarterback. Right. But the problem was that was mostly in the slot. And then they go out and sign Beasley, Beasley yeah. which he lives in the slot. So now they're going to push Zay Jones back to the outside. Mm hmm. And he didn't do as well on the outside as he did in the slot. So it, 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 that whole signing of Beasley just really, either this team doesn't trust Zay Jones going forward or what, there's something going on there because there, there was no other reason to bring Beasley in when Zay Jones was doing a good job in the slot to begin with. Yeah. So I don't know. There's something else going on. Maybe it's just for depth purposes. Maybe they, don't, maybe they don't trust Zay Jones. Maybe they felt Beasley is a more trustworthy safety blanket for Josh Allen. George, what do you think about this group? Not much. <laughs> I don't think much of it. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, I mean, I, I agree with what Jim said before the last break. I mean, if I had to choose somebody, it'd be Brown, but uh, he'd be a reserve guy late in the draft, fine, put him on the roster, see what happens. And he's pro- more than likely one of the first guys I'm going bye bye from when I need, uh, you know, when I want to claim that hot free agent. You know, where I say, oh, well, I can use a backup here. Something like that. I don't see this paying off. I'll say it again. I think the Buffalo Bills are sort of a poor man's Cowboys from a year or two ago, where they, the defense is pretty good, but let's keep the defense off the field as much as possible, run the ball, kill the clock, and try and play close claims, win it in the fourth quarter by 
let's let's not make a mistake that the offense might make because they're getting little antics they can't move the ball that sort of thing it might work it might not but they're not going to throw the ball much they are this is not a, you know a, at this time period NFL team where everything's geared towards the passing game this team is really a 70s team yeah. run 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 and they don't they don't have an Ezekiel Elliott they don't have that kind of running back they don't have a squam Barkley you know somebody who can just pound, you know give the ball 25 times a game move the chains eat the clock let's see what happens here you know, I love but this they defense. They do have a I defense that can keep offense. you to seven points. They're going to have to. They're really going to have to. I mean, I know it's an exaggeration, but I mean, uh, the winning number in these games is probably what seventeen. Whoever gets the seventeen first wins. Yeah, I mean, really. possibly it, it depends point. on who they play. <laughs> like if no, they no, play the that Chiefs, that's a great point. It, it's almost like that's what they're pushing for. Let's let's get to seventeen first, and we'll get the win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, listen, if you're if you're not built for today's NFL, then you shouldn't play like today's NFL. So they're built old school with the, with the defense and a running quarterback who's not very accurate, doesn't ha- have a ton of weapons. They should do what they got to do to win football games, and it could work. Defense does win championships sometimes and wins games, uh, and that could help, especially with Josh Allen with his legs. I think that's very important. But like you said, not a lot of targets out there. That's the big point George made there. I feel like he's not going to be throwing the ball a ton, so there's really not going to be a lot of value out here at wide receiver. I will tell you that John, um, the number one guy right now, according to NFFC ADP, the guy going first is Zay Jones. He's wide receiver 59 right now. They're taking Zay Jones over John Brown? Yep. They got John Brown. <laughs> they got Zay Jones at wide receiver 59. Pick 170. Oh, they must be listening to the BFFs. <laughs> got him. 170 ADP. And John Brown's wide receiver 61. He's only two wide receivers behind him. But, and four spots behind him. One, 174th ADP. So it's close between those two. Then you got Robert Forster is the next one at wide receiver 70. And he has a 201 ADP. Give me Robert Forster. If there's not going to be enough targets to go around for everybody... Why would I take the guy that's the most expensive if we don't even know what he's going to do? The only two I might want right now is John Brown and Robert Forster because of their ability to hit home runs. And I'm talking deep leagues, best ball, or he's my last pick. You know, he's my wide receiver six or seven. And most likely it's Forster because he's much, much cheaper. And that's just how I'm going to play it. I mean, there's no, you don't want Beasley unless you're in a really deep league. Also, you're in a 14-15 teamer. And it's PPR. Maybe you want Beasley as a wide receiver six. Zay Jones. I mean, he was two up and down. Now, like Jim said, out of the slot, move, might have to move to the outside. Who knows? He might not even start. You got four wide receivers here. Uh, and then you got John Brown, who just, I don't think he's worth that cost. I, I mean, last year he started off really good. He was going on a nice pace. Then, obviously, Lamar Jackson came in at some point, and uh, John Brown's stock just went plummeted. Uh, his, his year plummeted. Yeah, every wide receiver on the team. I think <laughs> Sneed was the only one who actually got s- some sort of action, you know, because uh, he's a slot. Uh, and shout out to the BFFs. They love slot wide receivers. I mean, I get it. In PPR, slot wide receivers get a lot of, they're, they're open a lot. It's easier to get oh, open oh, from the slot. Slots. Oh, slots. Slots. Oh, oh. Some reason I thought you said something else. I would, but, you know, they like, I keep I it PG. You, you know else. what I'm saying? I'll keep it PG for now. Slots. I mean, yeah, they get it, catch a lot of passes. Good in PPR. But I'd rather have the freaks. So, I mean, that's just me. 
they're going to give you the big points. Now, Robert Forster, I think, is that guy here that could give you home run plays, great best ball play, great DFS play, and I would draft him as a wide receiver six. See, the, the problem there, though, and this, and this is, again, this is just what the, the issue is now. We just don't know how they're going to play these guys. Right now, they're saying Brown is a starter on one side, Zay Jones is a starter on the other with Beasley in the slot. If that's the case, then it's going to be really hard for Robert Foster to make a fantasy impact this year. Um, if win Zay that. Jones really stumbles in, in preseason and really can't take that outside job away from him, then maybe you know Foster has some fantasy value. But right now, the way they're talking, the way camp is going, the way they've been using him in training camp so far, uh, he's not going to see an awful lot of playing time. And you know, with an offense that doesn't have a great quarter passing quarterback anyway, um, is limited in how many times they're going to throw the ball successfully. It's really hard to take a, a flyer on a guy that right now is projected not to be a starter. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to win that job outright. I mean, you are getting the, him for free, basically. So, like, like George said, when he said he would draft John Brown and he'd be the first guy he drops when a hot guy comes out of the, you know, the free agent pool on the waiver wire, that's the same thing with me with Forster. Forster would be my last wide receiver taken. And, and we're talking about like maybe deep leagues and stuff like that or best ball. In a normal 12-team PPR, I don't know if I'd take Forster. It depends on who's available at that area. There might be a better dart throw, like you said. Rashad Perriman. Rashad Perriman. That's your guy, yeah. So there's your value right there. So, and you, we don't even know how many targets Perriman's going to get. So we'll see. But what I'm saying is you're making a dart throw, and if I have to, by week two or three, if Foster's not playing, he's not getting targets, I drop him. I drop him. I got him for free. So it's not a big deal. George. And he explodes in week four. Yeah, imagine. Oh, I hate that. I can't stand that. <laughs> That's the thing I, I can't stand the most. All right. George, how about these tight ends? Any value here in these tight ends? They're all free. All the tight ends in Buffalo are free. Grab as many. Grab whatever one you want. Tyler Croft, Jason Chrome, uh, Chrome, Dawson Knox, the rookie who they drafted in, what, the fourth or fifth round this year? George, any interest in any of, of these guys? And tight you know, ends. Could, funny. Go ahead. When you say the tight ends are free, it reminds me of an old Dennis Miller joke. How, uh, you know, if like a Kmart is selling, you know, two for the price of one, you know, it means they're crap. You know, if they really want to screw you, they'll give you four of these things. All right, they all suck. All right, you don't want any of these guys. Uh, maybe you're playing in a league where you start four tight ends. Okay, then they have value. But unless you're playing in a weird kind of league, really, I mean, where would you rank the number one Buffalo tight end in the? 30s? I thought it was going to be I mean, really? Dawson Knox would be the guy because Tyler Croft has been hurt since basically the start of right. OTAs. Right. So I thought it would so be where, Dawson where, Knox, but then he got hurt them? as well. You oh, can't I'm even not, rank yeah, one? They're, yeah, they're, they're all the way down. 40? I just throw them in, like in my rankings, I'll just throw them in the bottom tier at the very bottom of the list. Like, I'll just throw them in there. No, not in any order or anything. I mean, when, when I, you come when to I that think, point in the draft. Go ahead. When, when, I'm just saying, when I think of these tight ends and you said they're all free, all I could see picture is all four of them sitting on a curb with a sign free and nobody picking them up. <laughs> nobody picking them up. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants. I mean, listen. Sitting Cro- there in Croft, the pouring rain and nobody's taking them. Croft had some value, Jim, with the Bengals at one point when, when uh, obviously Tyler Eifert gets hurt yeah, every single season. Everybody else got injured. Yeah, t- every single <laughs> season Eifert gets hurt. And then promptly got injured. Yeah, he also got injured. That's true. And he's already injured. So you got those problems with him. Dawson Knox is a rookie. We know how we feel about tight end rookies especially. Uh, it's going to be tough for him to get the volume one to see. We don't even know if he's going to start. They have Lee Smith and Jason Chrome. 
guys who who are they? Who are these guys? I mean, they're blockers, probably. I, I don't. I don't want. Nobody wants any of these guys. Uh, you could just pick them up if they start doing well. If one of them emerges, you could pick them up in the free agent pool uh, <laughs> for free, probably. You could probably actually spend zero dollars in fab, even if they had a big game. Like, even if they had four, let's say five, one of them had five catches for like 60 yards, I bet you could still pay like a dollar, two dollars for them in the free agent wire. So don't even look at these tight ends right now. I mean, it's hard to, to like anybody here. Any last words, guys, before we end the program? George, we'll start with you. My God, the AFC East is going to be hard to draft anybody from. It's brutal. I, I can't believe I, I'm looking forward to talking Jets tomorrow after two days of <laughs> Dolphins and Bills. That's your last word? He's looking forward to the Jets. Jim? Yeah, ETS. <laughs> that's Jets, Jets. I'm not looking forward to talking about the Jets. Um, <laughs> that's all I got to add. That's it. <laughs> that's all from Jim Day. These tight ends are free here in Buffalo. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. That's it for our team preview tomorrow. The New York Football Jets. Right here on Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Wednesday. For Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the closer, Chris Venture. See you next time. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be. So we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. 
when you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible, but since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up, and the only thing different is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. I'm going to miss you. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy. I didn't want it to end. So LaShawn McCoy, is he on his last leg? Is this, this is his last chance probably. Does he have value at this point or has, you know, his fantasy relevance passed him by? Are his days numbered here? Well, does he have value? Well, it depends on what you believe, right? And if you listen to Troy McCoy, they've told him he's going to be the number one guy. Hmm. So if that's true, then he has value. Uh, if they're just trying to pump him up, you know, then he doesn't have value. The question is how much value pump does he have? Up. Can't pump uh, him I up. Certainly don't think he's, I certainly don't think he's a running back one, running back two. I mean, probably not even you. Not he, even a flex. running back with a pulse. I think he's probably a, any running back with a pulse. Is a flex. That starts has, is a flex, right? <laughs> you don't need him, especially during the bye weeks. Well, I just can't see how you're dying to start him without buys, without injuries. I know if, if he's one of your starters, I guess in a standard I can see it, but in a PPR... I just can't. I can't because I, as much as he may be the starter, there's so many other guys there. He could get 40% of the carries yet still be the starter if Singletary's getting 30, Gore's getting 18%, and Yeldon gets a couple. You know, technically he's still the starter, but he's only getting 40% of those carries. It's, there's just not enough there. Now, maybe he can show some burst in camp and in the games where, oh, wow, you know, McCoy still, he still has something left. Maybe he can, maybe he can't. I did take him to Scott Fishbowl, but it was like around 14. He was still there. I just, I just had no choice. The yeah, value was I mean, just too much. I'm not dying to get him, guys. Uh, I don't mind you going with them. Like I said, the value's there. You take him, starting running back pulse, valuable. But I don't see any kind of big things coming here. No one respects that passing game. Everyone's going to load up the, to stop the run. Right. right. I mean, yeah, the weapons aren't great. I mean, you do have burners. John Brown, Robert Foster looked good last year, but people are going to be looking to stack the box. Josh Allen runs a lot. Obviously, last year he ran for over 600 yards on 89 carries so, uh, and had eight touchdowns on the ground. And I had 10 touchdowns, 12 picks in terms of passing, but you add those eight touchdowns on the ground, 18 touchdowns, 12 picks, doesn't look as bad, but his passing was bad. 52%, I think, completion percentage last year. So, uh, but we'll get into Josh Allen. Jim, who do you want here in this backfield? Do you want anybody in this backfield? Is it Singletary? Is this going to be a committee between McCoy, Gore, and Singletary? Or is it going to be, you know, is Singletary the great value here that you really want to draft in fantasy 2019? You know what? If I'm going to take a shot on anybody, it's going to be Singletary. Um, you know, McCoy, yeah, maybe I'll take a shot at some point if I have really good starters and I can get him late enough to where, you know, what the heck type of play, I'll, I'll take a shot on him. Mm-hmm. Look, he's still LaShawn McCoy. I don't know what version of that we get, but, you know, where he's going off the board, not not so much uh, draft capital invested in him. I might take a shot on him, but that Singletary is the guy I want. 